You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. You know, you don't wake up one day and just decide to become a Christian. Do you realize that? You don't just wake up one day and decide you're going to be saved. That's what the Bible calls saved. Listen, I could not become a Christian unless the Holy Spirit began working in my life and the Father drew me to Jesus Christ. You go back over your life. Now, if you're a Christian, go back over your life. You didn't get up every morning and was convicted. You know, you were convicted and you felt the Holy Spirit. You felt God speaking to you and drawing you to Jesus. Why? Because he didn't do that every day. What do the words of Jesus, no one can come to me unless the Father draws him, mean to you? Like many believers, chances are you can look back at your life before Christ and recognize the miracle of God's Spirit drawing you from your rebellious state. As Pastor Danny will teach you in his message today, our attraction to Jesus and his righteousness is a miracle in and of itself. This miracle requires a decision on your part. How are you going to respond to the leading of the Holy Spirit? Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Hebrews chapter 9 with today's edition of The Living Word. Two verses, verse 27 of Hebrews 9. Just as man is destined to die once and after that to face judgment. So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many people. And he will appear a second time. Not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Now, there are two issues here, and we spent most of our time on the one. But let me just say, the first issue is, it's appointed unto man once to die. Uh, If Jesus tarries, we're all going to face death. I'm not particularly looking forward to dying, uh, but I'm looking forward to what's on the other side. Uh, But who, you know, looks forward to death? I'm not looking forward. I, I, again, I'm a wimp. I hope I die in my sleep and I wake up and see in Jesus. Uh, It'll just be wonderful. Some of us have a privilege of knowing we're going to die in terms of some kind of estimated time. You you get the sickness, whatever it is, and the doctor says, well, you got either this minimum or this maximum, all right? And I don't know if you appreciate that, but you should because now you know, and without a miracle, barring a miracle, you better prepare. And yet some people knowing they're going to die, knowing they got a couple years left, and they still don't make the decisions that will make a real difference for eternity. Now, I say that in light of Jesus' statement, uh, no man can come to me unless the Father draws him. You know, you don't wake up one day and just decide to become a Christian. Uh, Do you realize that? You don't just wake up one day and decide you're going to be saved. That's what the Bible calls saved. Listen, I could not become a Christian unless the Holy Spirit began working in my life and the Father drew me to Jesus Christ. You go back over your life. Now, if you're a Christian, go back over your life. You didn't get up every morning and was convicted. You know, you were convicted and you felt the Holy Spirit. You felt God speaking to you and drawing you to Jesus. Why? Because he didn't do that every day. You can't become a Christian. I couldn't become a Christian until the Holy Spirit did a work of conviction in my life. And through that work of conviction, I had an opportunity to receive Christ as Lord and Savior. But that's a work of heaven just to be able to be convicted of sin and have the knowledge of Jesus Christ and then have the opportunity to receive him as Lord and Savior. So 
We don't just become Christians when we decide to. But if you know you're going to die, you ought to at least start considering. <laughs> if you know you're going to die, you ought to at least think, man, I need, to, I need to call out to God. <laughs> I need to get right. <laughs> what does that look like? Oh, God, help me. Now, we may have the privilege of preparing for death. Some people don't. My wife and I, of course, my wife and I were driving back midday yesterday from Orlando again. And there was an accident in Tampa and a big backup headed east toward Tampa. And we were going, of course, west. And uh, one of the vehicles in the accident, and they had already begun to clean it up. The ambulances had already left. And there was miles of traffic trying to get over uh, east toward Tampa. But one of the vehicles was a motorcycle. And I saw it, and my heart just dropped. And I just cried. I said, oh, Jesus, help them. And I said to my wife, I said, I don't know how anybody could survive that. And uh, I haven't read the paper today or anything. I don't know, but I'm sure I'll hear about it. But they're probably gone. And they didn't plan on dying. It it was an accident that happened suddenly, and all of a sudden they're gone. So it's a great privilege if you know you're going to die, and you maybe go, well, I got a couple of years. Hopefully you'll make some right decisions. But there's one thing you won't have time to prepare for, and I won't have time to prepare for, and that is the second coming of Jesus Christ. Jesus is coming again. We looked last week, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but here are some of the things we looked at that are signs of Jesus' soon coming. Modern military, we looked at Old Testament prophets who saw the end of the world as we know it, and what they were seeing was a modern military uh, engagement, chariots jumping over mountaintops. Joel said, I saw these chariots, they're jumping from mountaintop to mountaintop. He never seen chariots jump from mountaintop to mountaintop, but he didn't know about modern military, helicopters, things like that. Increased knowledge, and we looked at that, and certainly that prophecy, we're living in a day where that prophecy is fulfilled before our very eyes. Technology for the mark of the beast, don't know if it's going to be a chip, don't know if it's going to be a tattoo, but whatever it is, we got the technology for it right now. The ability for the world to view the slain witnesses of Revelation 11 during the final seven-year period known as the Great Tribulation before Jesus actually comes back to the earth. During that time, God sends two witnesses. They're ministering there from Jerusalem. They are killed after their ministry is complete, and the world is so happy that it says the world will gaze at their dead bodies for three days. How's the world going to do that? Well, we know. CNN and all the major networks are going to be airing it. Temple Institute in Jerusalem now for years, and they're ready As soon as they can uh, solve the issue of the Dome of the Rock, where the old uh, site was for the temple, and now they can't get up there. It's a Muslim holy site. They go up there, you talk about trouble. And somebody's got to come along and solve this problem uh, with the Jews and uh, the Muslims, and somebody's going to do that antichrist for a period of time and he'll make a covenant and it'll be somehow connected to this uh, temple that'll be now rebuilt and i believe it can be rebuilt during that seven-year period and so do the people at the temple institute matthew 24 in answer to the disciples question what'll be the sign of your coming of the end of end of the the age and uh, jesus says this 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 and this and he gives all these signs in matthew 24 you look at those signs there's only one that has not been fulfilled And it's called the abomination of desolation. The abomination of desolation is when the Antichrist stands in the temple during that seven-year period, more than likely at least halfway through that period, three and a half years, and he claims himself to be God. And that is the abomination of desolation, and then things go downhill very quickly from there. The rebirth of Israel as a nation, key 
because Ezekiel 38, if you were reading that before 1948, you would have gone, well, this can't be fulfilled now because there is no Israel. But we read Ezekiel 38 that there will be this alliance of nations, and that's the last one. The potential of an alliance uh, against Israel, we're living in the day in Ezekiel 38.8, says that these nations will ally themselves together and come against Israel. And Israel has been long desolate, for years desolate, but now they've recovered from war. And that's what happened, 1947, then 1948, Israel, after those brief wars, now reborn as a nation. And uh, you look at the alliances there, never in 2,500 plus years of the prophecies of Ezekiel 38 has these two nations that's listed there had a military alliance, and it's Russia and Iran. And today, Russia and Iran have a military alliance. I mean, we live in exciting times. Some people don't believe it's uh, Russia, but even if we're wrong about Russia, I don't think we are, because there's some pretty smart people that have figured out that's who Gog and Magog and uh, Meshach and Tubal refers to uh, the ancient uh, Soviet republics. But even if we're wrong there, you still, you look at the other nations where there's no question of who those nations are. Uh, Iran, uh, Libya, Sudan, Yemen, uh, all those. I mean, <laughs> they all don't have a whole lot of warm feelings for either Israel or us. And by the way, they, they dislike us more than they dislike Israel. We're the great Satan. Israel is the little Satan. Now, let me say something. I forgot it last night, but had a couple of parents come up to me last week and said, my kids were concerned after the message last weekend because they want Jesus to come, just not right now. <laughs> Let me just say very quickly, if you're a Christian and you're like, well, I want him to come, but I'd really like to experience this in life first. I remember wanting to get married uh, before Jesus uh, came. I don't know what I was thinking about. <laughs> uh, and then you're... Then you're like, oh, I want to have kids. Oh, boy. No, listen, listen, listen. I, I'm kind of joking. But listen, if you're going, you're going, you're going, well, I want Jesus to come. Just not today, you know, because I want to get married or I want to have kids or I want to experience this particular thing in life. And listen, I don't think it's unspiritual to feel that way. That's my opinion. I don't think that's unspiritual. That's just a natural human thing. But let me tell you something. And, and, and I say this with confidence. If the rapture of the church were to take place today and you didn't get a chance to get married and that's what you want or you didn't have a chance to have kids or whatever experience in this life you want to experience and it doesn't happen, let me tell you something. Once you're with Jesus, you're never going to look back and be disappointed. You never will. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to get to heaven and go, oh, could I go back and get married? <laughs> let me tell you something. Where we're headed is a lot better. We're so blessed to be able to share the Word of God with you on each new edition of The Living Word. Thanks for being a part of our valued listening audience. Pastor Danny will continue his study in the book of Hebrews next time, so we hope you'll join us again. We'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us as we continue to share the hope of salvation with the world. Would you join us in praying for the listeners of The Living Word? Pray that God would touch each person with His love and open their hearts to the truth of His Word. Please pray for us also. We want to continue following God's plan for this program no matter where He asks us to go. 
We know the power of prayer, and we appreciate you doing this for us. Would you also ask the Lord about contributing financially to The Living Word? This program is professionally produced to provide the best quality messages possible, so as not to distract from the message of the Bible. That does incur some costs, however, so if you feel led to give, visit our website at ccfstpete.church and click on the online giving guide under Forms. Any and all amounts are greatly appreciated and will be used to share the good news of Jesus' love for the world. Thank you for praying about this. That website once more is ccfstpete.church. With that, we've come to an end of our time with you today. We pray that God continues to bless you as you study His Word and open your heart to His unending love and grace. Thanks again for tuning in today to The Living Word.